Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. designed to help you fall asleep. On Snoozecast, we read excerpts from public domain works and occasionally original stories. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please review us on Apple Podcasts and also share it with a friend. This episode is brought to you by someone holding the elevator door for you. Tonight, We'll be reading an excerpt from Mark Twain's Following the Equator, sometimes titled More Tramps Abroad. It's a nonfiction social commentary in the form of a travelogue published in 1897. The book is critical of racism, British imperialism, and religious intolerance. Twain found himself nearly bankrupt at the age of 60 so took a lecture tour of the British Empire to generate funds. Thus, this book was written. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Chapter nine, it is your human environment that makes climate. Put in head Wilson's new calendar. September 15th, night, close to Australia now, Sydney, 50 miles distant. That note recalls an experience. The passengers were sent for, to come up in the bow and see a fine sight. 
It was very dark. One could not follow with the eye the surface of the sea more than fifty yards in any direction. It dimmed away and became lost to sight at about that distance from us. But if you patiently gazed into the darkness a little while, there was a sure reward for you. Presently, a quarter of a mile away, you would see a blinding splash or explosion of light on the water, a flash so sudden and so astonishingly brilliant that it would make you catch your breath. Then that blotch of light would instantly extend itself and take the corkscrew shape and imposing length of the fabled sea serpent. With each curve of its body and the break spreading away from its head and the wake following behind its tail clothed in a fierce splendor of living fire. And my, but it was coming at a lightning gait. Almost before you could think, this monster of light, 50 feet long, would go flaming and storming by and suddenly disappear. And out in the distance, whence he came, you would see another flash, and another and another, and see them turn into sea serpents on the instant, and once sixteen flashed up at the same time and came tearing towards us, a swarm of wiggling curves, a moving conflagration, a vision of bewildering beauty, a spectacle of fire and energy whose equal the most of those people would not see again until after they are dead. It was porpoises, porpoises aglow with phosphorescent light. They presently collected in a wild and magnificent jumble under the boughs, and there they played for an hour, leaping and frolicking and carrying on, turning somersaults in front of the stem or across it, and never getting hit, never making a miscalculation, though the stem missed them only about an inch as a rule. They were porpoises of the ordinary length, eight or ten feet, but every twist of their bodies sent a long procession of united and glowing curves astern. That fiery jumble was an enchanting thing to look at, and we stayed out the performance. One cannot have such a show as that twice in a lifetime. The porpoise is the kitten of the sea. He never has a serious thought. He cares for nothing but fun and play. But I think I never saw him at his winsomest until that night. It was near a center of civilization.